Hey guys, welcome to Big Church Online. We are so excited that you've joined us today. If you're looking for any sermons or words of encouragement, you've come to the right place. While you're here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. That way you can stay up to date and help others find it as well. Now, let's get this week's sermon in progress. I was going to have a headband too, but I couldn't get one to fit my head, so we're good. Oh, I can't even see that. I got to sit a little closer to you. You want to scoot a little closer to we me? We might have to make that font a little bigger. Is that, a, I mean, good. Right. Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. We gathered on New Year's Eve, and then we rang in the New Year uh, separately. How has your first week of the New Year been? That's awesome. Well, today is Vision Sunday. And I was talking to somebody earlier and they said, you know, Vision Sunday is one of my favorite Sundays. It's mine too. I love Vision Sunday. We've got a fresh start in a new year and it's just so awesome. So if you're visiting today, come back next week. Because we're going to be sharing the vision and celebrating what God did last year. And um, so we want you to come back to hear preaching. There's no preaching this week. But there's scripture, right? Amen. 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 So you may be asking, why Vision Sunday? First, it's important to celebrate all that God did last year, right? That's right. And it's great to have a vision for the new year, a track to run on, knowing what we're partnering with the Lord to do. Listen to this quote by Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith is the all-time leading rusher, if you didn't know that, who played for the Dallas Cowboys. That's when the Cowboys were good. I'll leave it at there. <laughs> I'm getting some bad eyes on that one, too. Listen to this, though. Vision gets dreams started. Dreaming employs our God-given imagination to reinforce the vision. And both are a part of something I believe necessary to build the life of a champion, a winner, a person of a high character who is consistently at the top of whatever game he or she is in. And don't we want to champion Jesus in this life? Come on. Come on. Amen. Yes. Amen. I'm serious. This font is very small, so uh, we're sharing. But here are some things we want to celebrate with you today. I mean, you know, a lot of this happened. It wasn't just us that happened. It happened with you all being involved. But we had 50 baptisms. Come on. That was up 12 from last year. 84 people went through culture. Pastor Minnie does an awesome job teaching this class. If you haven't went through it yet, you need to go through it and find out your spiritual gifts. And um, our, to reach, you had a goal of 100, 100 people. 100. And she got 83, is 84. that? 84 people, come on. She's an overachiever, if you don't know. But uh, our, to reach our social media and Instagram and Facebook was over 131,000. Amy's gonna say, he's probably gonna talk, I don't usually get this right because I don't do uh, marketing great, but our Instagram followers reached, reach was over 3,000 and over 3,600 on Facebook. 
listen, the word is getting out. People are watching and, and you know, this particular way of reaching people is the future right now. Our reach, our reach on YouTube had 142% increase. I ask, how can you have over 100? You know, I always ask that question. But we had 142 because we're overachievers. And it had 11,328 views with 579 hours of watch time. Come on. And watch time increased by 242%. Somebody is watching what is going on. They may not be physically sitting in the seat, but they're watching out there, so it matters. Thank you, Amy, for doing a great job with our social media this year. Listen to this. We were able to give through missions, outreach, and big thrift $9,468. That is loving Louisville back to life. Come on. We averaged 19 people in CR. Pastor Johnny's doing a great job leading that, uh, leading that right now. And that was an increase too. And so, you know, and so many people grew in their relationship with God. Last year, we had three focus targets. And the first one was next gen. And the results from next gen is big kids had a 55% increase in attendance. <laughs> Pastor Monica is so proud of that. So give it up for her and her teachers. So good. Our kids absolutely love Big Kids Church. They love it. And I think the parents pretty much enjoy it too, right? And the youth and Jenny and Jeremiah and I went to our camp for the very first time. Oh my gosh, we had a blast. It was so special to watch kids that were going for the fun and see Jesus transform their life in one week's time. And, and you know, they were the ones standing right up here worshiping. So God has continued to work on them. It wasn't a week, let's go have fun, and oh, I felt Jesus. No, they have been consistent. So can you give it up for Jenny and her team? Hey, Pastor Mindy came back from that camp. I think she slept for two days, and she doesn't sleep very well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sleep at all. Whew. And I'm tidy. It was not tidy at all. She lives with me, if you know um, Our second target focus was teamwork. It's so important that when you serve together, you can do it with synergy. And so we hosted our first ever team conference, and it was amazing, right, servant leaders? Yeah. We did team building activities. We did breakout sessions. We did um, teaching. And what I loved watching was people from this team that didn't really know people from this team began to form relationships outside of their serve teams. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of good food, and it was a successful day. We also, this fall, held a Friendsgiving for all of our servant leaders. You know, when you're a servant leader, you give God and the church your time, talent, and treasure. And so we wanted to just appreciate them for all that they've done the entire year. And I'll just tell you, our teamwork really soared in 2023. Then our third 
target focus was in reach. The results of that is we took outward events that we've always done off the schedule so that we could grow as a church. There was no trunk or treat. There was no breakfast with Santa. There was no Easter egg hunt. There was no women's conference. They were, we just shut it down and poured into our people. You know, you cannot give away something that you don't have. Amen. And um, you can't give away health. You can't give away wholeness. You can't give away freedom and growth if you don't have that. So we had gone through a lot in two years since the pandemic. You know, we were thriving church and a lot of people didn't come back to church, you know, and we had been through that and some other things. Um, so we believe that 2023 was a year of healing and restoration yeah. for our church. Listen, our staff is healthy. Our worship team is healthy. Their anointing keeps growing week after week. Our leaders are healthy. Our teams are healthy and getting healthier. And CR is healthy. Can we just take a moment and give God some praise? Come on, Jesus. Come on, he deserves better than that. I mean, every three, every one of the three things that he gave us last year, he met it Amen. and he completed it. Oh, he's good. Can, and I believe just because it's a new year with a new vision, it doesn't mean that we forget those three things. What we're going to do this year is we're going to build on those. Now, let's take a moment to look at 2024. Who's excited to hear about the new vision today? All 12 of you, come on. Who's excited about hearing the new vision today? Listen, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And you know what? It's important to have a vision, to have a track to run on, because sometimes if you don't have a vision or a track to run, you can be all over yeah. the place. Come on, anybody ever live your life all over the place? Oh, praise the Lord. Y'all are honest people. Here we go. But um, so we have to do Habakkuk, Habakkuk, that's easy for me to say. 2 2 says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that they may run who reads it. Listen, our year needs to be clear vision. I'm having a hard time seeing this screen because the font is small, and that's where my vision has gone to. I usually have my iPad on font. 47 or whatever you can put it on. So, but he wants us to be able to see the vision and run with it and be clear. It needs to be 2020. And the vision is just, not just Pastor Mindy's and not just my vision, it's our vision as a church. That's why we're sitting up here today casting this vision because we, the Lord kind of downloaded all this stuff over, over the last few months to it. But we need you to get on board of what's going on in this church and to carry this vision out to Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. I have another quote for you. I love quotes. Uh, Pastor Rich loves definitions. I love quotes. Amen. Joel Barker said, vision without action is merely a dream. And action without vision just passes the time. But vision with action can change the world. Vision with action can change our church. And vision 
with action can change our Come city. On, somebody. So I'm going to ask our staff to join us on the platform. We just got back from uh, our staff retreat, and uh, I heard Pastor Johnny... Heard Pastor Johnny telling somebody out in the lobby, yeah, we just got back from staff retreat, boot camp. I mean, staff retreat. <laughs> but we plan the entire year during that time. I teach leadership so that your leaders continue to grow. If we don't continue to grow in our leadership, we cannot have people that, to follow. And our theme this year was you are the hero we need. So can you give it up for our staff? And Pastor Rich is going to introduce them. I want to introduce you to Pastor Isaiah. He is our worship pastor. He is our production lead. He wears two or three or four hats. Everyone on the staff, as you'll find out, wears a different hat. We all do. But we just, uh, we're so blessed to have him. This is his second year here. We just see the anointing and just, listen, he took over a, she said last week, he took over a very depleted team last year and he has built this team up and our team is strong and healthy. So just we want to take a moment to bless you and thank you. Then we have our creative pastor, Amy. Listen, she does all the stuff on social media that I can't even read off of the screen. But uh, we've seen such an increase and such depth in, in that. And man, I'm telling you what, we have churches from that are way, way bigger than us calling us like, who does your social media? Who's, who does your website? So I'm telling you, she's phenomenal what she does. And a lot of times you don't see what she does. It's behind the scenes. So Amy, we want to thank you. This do morning. you love our social media? If you do, give uh, our creative pastor some love. Amen. Then we have Pastor Johnny over here. He... Pastor Johnny likes to, I, I'm going to see if he can fly off the stage here in a minute, you know, but uh, no, Johnny, no, we don't work with him. Um, but Pastor Johnny is our executive pastor, and he likes to dot all the I's and cross all the T's, the things that I absolutely hate to do. You know, he loves to uh, have organization and fill out forms, and I'm like, go at it, brother, you can do that. But he also leads CR, and CR is thriving right now, so let's give it up for Pastor Johnny. And last but certainly not least, we have the purple lady down there, Pastor Monica. And she has just done a phenomenal job with this kids program, building a team. She has a lot of team members right now, y'all. And that took, hey, they, thank you guys too for stepping up. We appreciate yeah. that. And, but she's, she's worked really hard to build this team. And these kids, man, they, they go back to pick them up and they don't want to go home. Sometimes I go, you got to go home. You got to take them. They go but she does such a great job. She also keeps all of our finances in order. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a boss, if you don't have a receipt, you are in trouble. We just got scolded at staff retreat for not our, having our receipts, and I think she was looking at me mostly. But uh, she does such a great job, and we just want to thank you for, for what you do for our kids and our finances. Come on, give it up. Give it up for our heroes as they go off the stage, Amen. fly off the stage, Amen. jump off the stage. We have four focus targets this year that we want to hit. And the very first one is, and we've been talking about this for over uh, probably six months or even longer, but youth. 
We've been discussing hiring a youth, pa a youth pastor and the things are in the work. We're giving some interviews. We're, we're going down that road right now because this is not just a want. I'm telling you, this is a need. It's a need. When you look out, you know, I saw four or five new, three or four faces in the middle group out there that I hadn't seen before. But listen, this is what we have to do because youth has always been our heart. We started some 13 years ago or 14 years ago doing youth ministry, and it's, it hasn't escaped us. It's not, it's not went anywhere else. It's been still one of our focal points. But it's been hard. Here's the problem we see. It's hard watching the youth of not just our church, but the youth basically of a lot of churches just walk away from their faith, mm. walk away from God all the, all, you know, all the way around. It's just hard to see that. And we live in a culture right now that doesn't promote church, doesn't promote some of those things. As Mackenzie did a great job about the importance of church, you gotta, sometimes you just got to drag your kids to church. Even if they don't want to come to church, I'm getting off the notes because I can't read them, but sometimes you just have to drag your kids to church. I had a drug problem growing up. I got drugged to church. Listen, we went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night youth meeting. Y'all have a hard time coming to church on Sunday morning. Come on. I'm giving you a hard time this morning, but I'm not. You have to, what you do with these children as they're growing up, where's that scripture at? Show it to me there. The Bible says, train up your children. Just like anything else, you have to train them up. And when they're old, they won't depart from that. Yeah, they may go away for a little while. They may do their own thing. Come on, anybody been a prodigal out there running away from God? I had been for years. But you know what? The Bible says that, that, that once you train them up, they're going to return back. It may take a few years. It may take some struggles. It may take some pain to get them back in. But they're going to come back. And Just real quick. If you're a parent and your kids are away from the Lord, will you just lift up your hand right now? We're going to pray. Because when two or three gather in his name, he shows up. So, Father, right now, yes, Jesus. by the mighty name of Jesus, we just call every child yes, back to you, back to your heart. Lord, send the Holy Spirit to hover over them. Would you move in their life. Would you let them know that you have not yes. given up on them? And yes. God, your word says that you who began a good work in them, you will be faithful to accomplish it. And we believe it today. Everybody that believes it, say amen. 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 And listen, if you have teens, it's, it's hard enough to get your kids to church, but a lot of times we have, you, if you have teens at home, don't leave them at home. Even though they can watch over themselves, they can take care of I've had some parents say, hey, I left my 14-year-old because he didn't want to come to church. When it got time to go to church at my house, my mom would say, you better be in the car at 930. You better have all your clothes on. You better have a smile on your face. And just, we're going. So I think sometimes we just have to take, be those parents. We're going to talk about parenting coming up in the next uh, several weeks or something. But sometimes you just have to make that happen. You want to say something? I swear I can't see this. A thriving church has kids. It has young people. And also, listen, it has us seasoned people. You notice I didn't say old people, right? I said seasoned people. You know, that is, that's why we need that. Truthfully, you know, we need people like you. We need the fathers and the mothers and the grandparents and, and those of you that can step alongside of these young people and move them in the right direction, to take them in the right direction because, listen, 
They're watching everything that you do. Come on, at home, they're listening to everything that you say. So watch out with the words that you use. But we need people like you to do that and come alongside. I don't know where I'm at on there, babe. That's why, that's why the need for a youth pastor is so good, is so big right now, because a thriving church is one. But truthfully, we've borrowed from, from some places, and we're getting to the point where we've got a salary where we can afford to, and the interview process have started. But uh, some of you have pledged to give towards this youth pastor, and some of you have been giving already towards that. And we want to thank you so much, and we're keeping track of that. And, you know, if you would like to be able to partner with that, Pastor Monica is going to be out in the lobby next to where we stand out there, and she can help you set up your reoccurring giving, even if it's just your giving of your tithe, but she can set up your reoccurring giving where it comes out every week, and we just believe that this is the year God is going to add a, the right person at the right time to do the right thing. Amen. Our second target focus this year is community. First of all, one of our core values is community is our heart. So we're going to ask you to make a commitment to coming to church on Sundays. Yes, go on vacation. Yes, if you're scheduled to work, go to work. Yes, spend time with your family, but bring them to church with you. Do what you need to do, but it's so important to be in the house. The Bible says that when we seek the kingdom of God first, Amen. everything yes. else is added to us. And you know, uh, I also want to say if you're sick, stay home. Amen. Stay home. Nobody wants it. Okay? But I also believe that sometimes we have a little sniffle or a little sneeze and we use that as the reason not to go to church. I saw something on Facebook. It was funny. He said it, it takes 90 gallons to baptize the the Christian, it only takes nine drops of rain to keep them from coming to church. <laughs> so true. Oh, it's going to rain. It's going to be over. It's going to be 60 degrees. Oh, that's too cold. Did you know that the average Christian, not those that don't know Jesus or have a relationship with Jesus, but like each of us sitting in this church today, go to church 1.2 times a month. One point two times. Listen, we need each other. We need to come together to worship right. together, to pray with one another, to hear the word and be challenged by it. We're better together, right? right? It's not a slogan that we use. We truly are better together. Hebrews 10, 22 through 25. I love the way the message version said it. it says, so let's do it full of belief, confident that we're presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in, in encouraging love and helping out and not avoiding worshiping together as some do but spurring each other on especially as we see the big day approaching it's in this season where if you have friends that aren't here let's reach out and say hey i missed you yeah. yes. 
No condemnation that they're not here. But so many times, people just don't think that they matter. That they don't have any value. But we are better together. So let's make 1.2 won't do our motto in 2024. 1.2 won't do. Say it again. 1.2 won't do. 1.2 won't do. There we go. Y'all got it now. Monotone. 1.2 1.2 will do. <laughs> I'll tell you, God thought that being in church was so important that it's talked about through the entire New Testament. Don't do life alone. Because real life change happens when you're in intentional relationships. God's church and big church is being built by relationships with others. So we're going to challenge you this year to get in a crew, to step out of Sunday morning and get into intentional relationships with others. Listen, I know you're busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. But we need to make time for those intentional relationships. I even lead two with my crazy schedule. It's important. And here's the deal. They're only once a month. I bet some of you meet with friends once a month. That's all crew is, getting together with friends. And if you don't have friends yet, because you're not in a crew, you will meet friends. Right, Jade and Caleb? They came last month. It was awesome. Uh, so we're going to challenge you to do that. And we have some crews that are established, but we also are forming new crews right now. They're the perfect example of Acts 2.42, where it says that all of the believers devoted themselves to coming together to be taught, to fellowship, and share in meals and prayer. Lastly, go through cultured. You see how she talks talks to me at home? Go to, go take the garbage. I'm telling you, we have so much fun in there, and I have not met anybody that's gone through cultured and is now not connected to a team and knowing their spiritual gifts and thriving and having a great time doing it. Number three, we're going to talk about growth this year. And last year, last year we talked about inReach, which means we were reaching inside of ourselves. We were reaching inside of that place inside of us to actually grow ourselves and get ourselves. Because listen, obviously, if we're not healthy, if we're not in a good place, we can't pour out anything else to someone else. So we're really looking to, to, to build on that, to build a foundation on top, a strong foundation, and to reach inside of us this year and to find that growth that we're looking for. I see so many people out here, I ain't going to point you out, but I see growth in one gentleman right now, like in this last year, what God has done with him internally. And I, I just, I just, I mean, I've been patting him on the back all the time saying, man, God is doing something great in your life. Amen. Continue it. And I'm just so thankful for that. But, you know, when you get it right, it helps present it to other people, right? Mm-hmm. When you get yourself right, then you can talk to someone else. But, and the church is going to grow. But let me tell you, let me, let me be Debbie Downer here real quick. Statistically, we're talking about the church a lot because it's, it's very important. This gathering right now is kind of a it's very important thing. Statistically, the church is dying. 4,000 churches close each year. 
as opposed to a little over a thousand new startups. They're turning ch churches, and we have some realtors in the house, but they're turning churches into office buildings, they're turning them into restaurants, they're turning them into facilities other than houses of worship. And listen, before the COVID, the decline had already started. We had already seen the decline of, of church attendance. But since COVID, I mean, it's plummeted. It's, it's, it's way in the 50s right now. But what we have to do is we have to make church has not become a priority. It's now it doesn't seem to be important anymore. It doesn't seem, I know we're kind of reiterating some things, but we just want you to know that this year we need to make it a priority. We need to make it, make it necessary. I tell you this morning, the church, I don't want to read statistics and tell me that the church is dying. All you see is all the negativity in the way. Mm -hmm. I want to say today, and let's get excited about it. The church is still alive. Yeah. Jesus is still alive. Yeah. God is still on the throne. Yeah. I don't care what the statistics say. I don't care what uh, people are saying or the naysayers are saying. We are the hands and the feet of Jesus. So listen, we got a job to do this year. It ain't our job to stand up here with a microphone. It's all of us to be able to go out to your friends yeah. and your families and your coworkers and go bug people at Kroger with a smile on your face. I love going to Kroger and talking to people. Y'all, any y'all extroverts out there like to do that? No, okay, all right. They're all looking at me weird when I crash my card into them. <laughs> but listen, it's our responsibility. Listen, I'm a friendly, I said listen twice. We need to be not just the friendliest church. We need to be the friendliest people on the face of the planet. Mm, that's good. Listen, the Bible says you ought to be able to, to give an account to men. And then you talk about all your testimony every time you meet someone. That's a smile on your face. Yeah. That's say, hey, where do you go to church? They ought to know that, where, that you follow Jesus just by how you talk to them. Yeah. Okay, that one was for free. And listen, there's a different... I, I ain't saying listen anymore. There's a difference between going to church and going to church. If you do it just to check the list off, uh, that's about what you'll get out of it. But if you come in here expecting God, we just went through expecting the whole Christmas. If you come in here expecting God to do something in your life, yeah. in your family's life, in the church life, at work and at home, come in expecting him mm -hmm. to do it. Listen, this building, no listen, this building will not change your life. But the Holy Spirit will change everything and can change everything. He uses this atmosphere right here. There's, I mean, I, people say, I watched it online. You got to come to church. It's a lot Be in different. the house. Be in the house. Be in the house. Well, I have an example of somebody that has been doing that. Miss Renita invited Joni Martin to church. Mm, it's been almost two years ago. And Joni's back in Big Kids Today serving, uh, but Joni came for several weeks, maybe even a couple of months, by herself. She had asked Billy to come, but every week she showed up. And not very long after that, Billy started coming. Wave to him, Billy. Uh, Billy started coming. And then they were coming every week. And then their daughter, Carly, started coming. Wave to them, Carly. And then Carly started inviting her friends. And then Krista started coming. Wave to them, Krista. And then today, Krista has her mom. Carly has her husband two weeks in a row. We're glad that you're here. And then, listen, 
two of Joni's high school friends met her for their whatever year reunion, you know, 10 or something like that. Um, and they were like, well, we want to know about this church you're going to. And her friends are now coming. Amen. That is what we're talking about. Hey, can I tell you, we did communion last week and I was standing over here uh, and they were, out, they were all circled around that table. And I was blubbering over like a big crybaby because I cry a lot. And I mean, it just touched my heart to see a family mm. all the way around that table together. And, you know, and I know you guys have had hard times, good times, bad times, but that was a time that it really mm. affected me. I was like, everybody get a picture, somebody get a picture. <laughs> but it was so good to see that. So it really made a lot to me to see It, it, it made us both tear up. It was so special. I wasn't tear up, I was bawling. <laughs> and our fourth and final target focus this year is outreach. After focusing on inreach and getting healthy last year, it's time we take what we've learned yeah. out. So that is what we're focusing on this year. Listen, Jesus commanded us, commanded us to therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the all. commands I have given you, and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So this year, what that is going to look like is we will be partnering with different organizations and ministries each month to serve them how they need to be served. Back in the day, we did outreach. We came up with the ideas, and we went and did what we wanted to do. But there are people and ministries and organizations that have special needs, and we're going to meet those needs this year. We're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so for some of them... They just need donations, so, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, for others, we're going to give of our time. We're going to go and serve people with them. And do you all know that Gen Z and Gen Alpha, they're not into just coming to church. They want to be a part of something bigger than just a church service. So... We uh, will continue to help you grow, but it's time to go out into our city and love Louisville to life by being those hands and feet. So are you ready for our January initiative? Yes. All right. Aaron Willinger, will you stand? Did I say your last name right? Okay, perfect. Um, her and her, stand up. Keep standing. Um, you have to stand the rest of the service. You're in trouble. Her and her family started coming to big church a little over a year ago. And I'm going to ask the rest of the directors and staff to stand. And they're not all here today, but they're here. These are the ones that are with us today. And then I'm going to ask if you are connected in any way to Reclaim Recovery, will you stand up? Come on, come on, look at these 
people. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And these are not the only ones because every, what is it? Every three months, correct me, then they move out onto their own two months, every two months. And to watch these men come in hungry for God to move on their life is just priceless. So give it up for them one more time. You can be seated. They are going to be out in the lobby um, every Sunday. And here's how we're going to, in, in January, yes. Um, here's how we're going to partner with them. They have 36 men. Men. Men that eat three times a day. Men eat a lot. Men eat a lot more than women. And so we're going to partner with them in January to fill their cabinets their freezers, and their refrigerators, okay? We've already got some stuff that they're going to take home today. So you can bring in meat, bread, non-perishable items, and there's going to be a table right out in the lobby that you can drop that off. And if you are bringing in something that needs to be refrigerated, find somebody with yellow tag on, and we'll take care of it, and they'll take it home every week. Isn't that so cool? We're so excited. You know, uh, when Aaron told me that they, this is a brand new program too. How old are you? Seven months. Oh, so amazing. When she told me what they were doing, I was like, how can we help? Right? How can we help see people come to freedom? I wanted to be a part of that. So this year, every month, it'll be a different initiative, and uh, we're going to love Louisville to life. Come on. God's going to do some big things this year in us. When you become the hands and the feet of Jesus, he, he, he can't do anything but bless that. But listen, listen, we, ooh, can we edit out all the listens on that? She said it like three times, too. I was like, wow. We believe that more lives are gonna be transformed in 2024. As we prayed earlier today, I mean, I believe that prodigals are coming home. Mm -hmm. If your kids are act, out there acting a fool and acting a mess, I'm telling you, this is the year that God is gonna bring those people back to them. I mean, I've got two kids lost in the world, right, two of my biological, but we got God's going to have to do something in their lives. And I'm just going to believe this year that we're going to see that happen. Prodigals are going to be coming home. We're going to have growth in us. Listen, we got we to get to the place where we, we're growing and keeping growing, and our youth is going to thrive again. Woo! I'm speaking, no, I'm going to let you do that, but our youth is going to thrive again. And we're going to have all the provision and all of the finances to make our vision happen this year. God is the God of the provision, and he's already got it set up. He's ready for us to go, and he's going to make it happen. Job twenty-two twenty-eight says, you will decree a thing, and it will be established. What a promise. And that is what we're doing today. So today... I want to decree that we will find the right youth, youth pastor, Amen. and we will see our youth thrive again. Yeah. Come, on. Come on. Come on. We're decreeing something today. We need you Come to on, partner with, with what we're on. doing today. Yes.
I decree today that there will be growth, not just growth in us, but the growth of the church. Our city needs us. I decree today that community is going to go to the next level, that you're going to find a, a, a group to connect with, that you're going to feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, that you're not going to be lonely anymore. You're not going to be depressed anymore. You're going to have people who stand in the gap with you. I decree today that our city will be served by every outreach that we partner with this year. So I'm going to ask you, if you believe the vision, will you just give God a real loud shout? If you're going to partner with it, will you give him another big shout? And I believe if he met every one of our target focuses in 2023, he's going to do it again in 2024. His word is yes and amen, right? Oh, I'm excited. The best is yet to come. Do you believe that this morning? If you believe that and you're ready to see him do it again, would you just make your way as a prophetic scream into 2024 that I am here. I am with this vision. We're going to see you do it again, God. Thank you for joining us today. If you're looking for more information or resources, you can visit mybigchurch.com or follow us on social media at mybigchurch. We love you guys. See you soon. Thank you.